Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. 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 Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. And if you get a hold of me and your story is one of those amazing, crazy, wild stories we've had on the show... You never know. Maybe it will show up on a documentary one day where we go out on scene and investigate the area you are claiming to have the activity in. So make sure you get those emails in and shoot us uh, your stories. Now, we have a fantastic member show coming up here, people. We have John coming on the show and John is from down under. He is Australian. He's from another land. And we are very excited to talk to him about his dogman encounter or encounters. However you want to look at it, we'll find out today. It's multiple encounters over a few day period of time. Is it one dogman? Is it two? Is it more? We'll find out together. John, how are you doing, man? Good, Tony. How, you, how are you going? Man, I'm good. I'm good. So listen, I'm really... I'm, I, listen, we, you and I... I forget the story on how this all came together, but I know we were supposed to record another time. And, or no, we weren't actually. This was today, the the time that we were supposed today, to schedule. Just we, just had, we just had to change the timing because I saw that you were in Australia. I was like, hold on a second. If we're going to do it the time that we originally planned, this guy's waking up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm like, I actually wanted to be like, you know, awake. Uh, so even though it technically, I guess, is still in the middle of the night, you haven't gone to bed yet. So that, <laughs> uh, but I'm really glad to have you, man. And I don't really get a whole lot of opportunity to talk to people in Australia. Uh, the time zone difference sometimes can be very hard to work with people, especially yeah. if their schedules are tight as well. Now, yeah, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody 
who's had dogman encounters. And now these dogman encounters, did they happen in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was about 25 minute drive from Sydney. Okay. So the main, like big, one of the biggest, the biggest city in Australia, like it was about 25 minute drive. It was wild in population of about probably a hundred thousand houses, the river that goes through the area. And yeah, never expected it at all. No, I mean, who actually expects to see a dog? I go hunting dogmen, and I no. still don't expect to see one. So, uh, you, no. you know, I, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear this story. Now, before we get into it, I just want to kind of let the audience know that uh, you have had this story published in the New York Post. You just told me that before we started recording. So this is a story that probably has uh, been you know, read at least by people that may be listening. So if you recognize the story, that might be why. Uh, so John, if you could, please uh, just walk us into how this whole, you know, three-day ordeal unfolded for you. What were you doing? What was, actually, let me, before you even go there, what was your pre-existing knowledge on these topics? I mean, uh, I know in Australia, the Yowie is a legend that people say they yeah. see. And from what I understand, it's like the Bigfoot of Australia. Uh, were you yeah. familiar with these topics before you even had your encounter? Well, I'd, I'd actually had a couple of previous encounters with Yowies and I used to see the dogman stuff on the internet and sort of laugh about it as most people do. Like, oh yeah, there's a big werewolf walking around the bush and you'd see photos that someone had taken a photo of one at 500 metres away on a potato and it'd be an eye in the bush and they're like, oh, it's dogman. I'm like, whatever. And then, yeah, I used to laugh about it and everything. But once I had these encounters, I was like, these are real. And, like, I got photos of them and that's why that's why it was in the New York Post. I actually done a podcast with Cade Moyer over here. He's got the Believe podcast. Hmm. And after he done it and released it, they actually come to him and wanted to do the story. And like most media and that, they just trash the story, mix it all up, wrote the wrong stuff, but at least I got my photos out there for people to see that these creatures actually do exist. So that's that's wild. So uh, you haven't sent me the pictures, I don't believe. So please send me the pictures if you're willing, uh, and we can post it with this yeah, episode because I know people are gonna listen. I understand. For I'm telling you, and I'm telling the audience right now, I understand. A lot of times, people say they have pictures and they don't get posted. There's a combination of things that happen here. Yeah, they'll say it on the show like this just happened. And I'll say, please send me the picture. Yeah. And they don't send me the pictures. And then I just get caught up and I don't have to, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't chase down the pictures. But then there's a lot of times yeah. they do send me the pictures and I forget to post them. So if I forget to post them, please yeah. just say so. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll try to post yeah, them sweet. on the website. So, okay. With that background. Yeah. Though, once we're, once we're done, I'll send them over to you. While you're doing this, you can even have a look. If you have a look on the Instagram, if you look at my page on that, it's actually got the photos on there and. It's pretty wild. It's, I was in shock, like when I got the photos, because I've just taken the photos and I'll I'll tell the story. But yeah, it still gives me shivers when I look at them now. Yeah, I believe it. So uh, I'll I'll surf around on my phone. So don't get mad at me if I'm looking at my phone. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah good. please start start us off. And uh, what was going on in your head when this all happened? What was what what happened? How did it all unfold for you? Yes, yeah, sweet. Well, I might go back to the previous year. It would just be a quick, I'll just quickly get into that. Um, actually, my son was born in December 2019 and I 
at that time we had massive bushfires in Australia and they just destroyed the whole east coast and I was going out fishing, say, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning in pitch black, going for a fish for a little bit, go for a couple of hours, get home about 8 o'clock and then the missus and the kids would be up so I'd give them a hand. So it was sort of my way of being able to go fishing without getting in trouble for it. So, But I got to this spot and chucked my kayak in the water got all my gear ready and just as I went to paddle off, I actually lit up a cigarette and some creature or being actually come running out of the bush where I was and actually stopped within a metre of me on the edge of the bank and I looked up and when I looked up I couldn't see it, whether it dropped down onto the bank and I was stuck in the water for hours and paddling around till the sun come up. I had no service on my phone and... Everything that happened, I had noises in my ears. It sort of sounded like the predator noise. And a lot of people have said maybe that was like infrasound. And I, I was trying to yell out to try and spook whatever it was like out so I could see what it see it was with my headset, like headlamp, and um, couldn't see anything. I never heard anything take off away from me. But the way it was, it sounded like a massive bull running through the bush that I'd actually just walked through in the dark with no lights on with my kayak that – I could have been within metres of it and it's – I terrified, got there and actually paddled up the edge and stood up in my kayak and was looking on the bank and couldn't find anything, couldn't find like a track where it run off or anything like that and it just absolutely terrified me and I kept hearing this noise in my ear and at the same time I couldn't I couldn't physically yell and that's why people said maybe it was infrasound that was stopping me from yelling out because there's all farms around the area and someone might have heard and come down. And then with the bushfires, that's what I was saying about the bushfires, um, a lot of people have said to me, maybe that's why this creature's charged me is when I got everything set up, I went to light a cigarette. And as I've done that, I flicked the, light, the lighter and that's when this thing's come running out of the bush. So maybe it thought I was trying to start a fire. So it was just charging me to spook me off. And after that, like I went home, I actually recorded the whole, had the whole thing going on my GoPro. I got home and it's still the only footage I've ever had that was fully corrupted and won't work. So whether I'd caught something on it or heard something and the infrasound maybe fried it, I don't know. I've still got it on the computer. I still can't clean it, like fix it or anything. Anyway, so that's happened and I was like, wow, and that, that was actually my second encounter with like what I believe to be Yowie until I had these Dogman encounters. Maybe it had something to do with that. But So that happened and then... The, 2020, I went back to the same spot with my brother-in-law and we went for a paddle down and got carried away. And after that had happened, I'd actually stopped going out early in the mornings. I'd only go out fishing in the daytime. So I was terrified I couldn't go out. And we went out in the afternoon and got caught in a storm and come back in the dark. And when I've, we've come back in the dark, we actually had something following us in the bush line along the river. And every time we'd paddle and stop, it would stop. And we got up almost back to the cars and we seen these eyes and we all of a sudden it was like a cartoon. There was just eyes just popping up everywhere, like all over the, all over the bush. And that actually ended up being a big, um, like a big group of deer. So when they seen us and freaked out and run off this, whatever this thing was, it was following a stop. So I still don't know if it was following us or maybe making its way up the river to where the deer were. But after that happened, I was like, no, nah, I can't come back to this river anymore. Just, terrified day night nothing i'm never going back there and i actually found a different river system to go to it was about half an hour drive from my house and this is the one that's about 25 minutes 30 minute drive from sydney so it's nearly right in the middle of 
10 million people. Like it's ridiculous where it is. And I went to this spot and had a fish and went, this is pretty cool. And I had another look at another space like on the way home. And I thought I'm going to go here the next day. So I've gone there and then that, so this is when the dog man stuff happened. And from the beginning, from waking up, it was just all over the place. And I actually got up and when I go fishing, like in Australia, you got to have your fishing license on you all the time. Or they, if you get caught without your fishing license, they can take your kayak, your fishing rods, your, your GoPros, they can just take everything. So I've always got my wallet on me when I go, always got my fishing license, all that. And I've jumped in the car and I've worked out if I leave at five o'clock, I'll get over there, I can get all set up and I'm going into the water in the daytime and I don't have to worry. So I've left, got five minutes down the road to where McDonald's was to get a coffee, got there and had, went, oh, great, I have got haven't got my wallet. So I've gone back to get my wallet, come back, got my coffee, got going and I'd actually gotten over this over to this spot where um, I was planning on going to fish and the gates were locked. So it's a national park. So it might be like, I don't know what you guys have got over there. Is it the national forest or whatever? Like yeah. it's a government run one so they can actually like lock it up and stuff like that. And But I'd been there a few times and they never locked the gates. So I'd gotten there and the gates were locked. And I was like, what am I going to do now? And actually while I was sitting there, I was actually thinking about a spot my father-in-law had been talking about that he used to go. It was only about five minutes up the road. They actually used to go there as kids to go for swims and sort of stuff like that. And I was like, well, that might be a good spot to go. So I've actually decided, no, nah, I'll go over to here, found it on my phone, locked it in, driving over there. As I got to this area, the gate was open again. Like at this next section, it was open. So if that other one, it should have been open as well. But it was just really odd. It was like I was meant to go there or something. And as I've driven through the gate, I've got like the Spotify playing in my phone. And um, it sort of glitched out and I went to a song and I still can't find the song now and actually was singing through the stereo, you know, this is a bad idea. And I was like, this is, that's a bit odd. I don't have a song like this in my playlist and just sort of didn't pay attention and pulled up and got out the ute, grabbed all my kayak out, the fishing rods, got them all set up, started heading down to the water and got halfway down to the water, realised I'd forgotten my GoPro. So I had to run back up, set that up, turned it on got down into the water, it was like nearly half an hour I'd struggle to get through the bush and to get down into the water. I was like, I don't think anyone's ever been here before. It was just ridiculous. The odd, like the normal average guy going for a fish ain't going through all that. And so I've gotten into the water, started to paddle and realised I was actually stuck on the sand. It was that shallow. I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. I shouldn't have done this. Dragged myself through the sand, got to a really deep spot. I thought, how good is this? It's the nicest river I've ever seen. There's snags everywhere to cast that with the lures. It was so quiet, so just perfect. It's like it's like my own little oasis. And the first cast I had, I actually had like six fish chasing it at the same time, jumping out of the water trying to hit this lure. And I was like, wow, caught one, chucked it. Every cast I did, actually, same thing. There was that many fish. I was like, it feels like no one's ever been fishing here before. I was paddling down the river and at, at this, like, off to the left, just out the sort of corner of my eye, I actually seen this like grey flash through the bush, and I didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, maybe it's just the sunlight coming through the bush and getting me. And anyway, I got down a bit further, and I seen this massive big rock in the water, and um, I was like, I'm going to go target that. There'll be a fish there for sure. And I've paddled down and had a cast at it. 
straight away, as soon as it hit the water, hooked the fish, and that I was on, pulled it out. I was like, this place is awesome. And as I've done that, chucked the fish away, I seen another snag on the right side of the river, and I thought, I'm going to have a go at that. Cast out to that. As soon as it hit the water, bang, hooked up. As I was fighting it in, off to the right in the bush, something massive, sounded like a bulldozer come just charging through the bush, screaming and roaring, and you could hear it smashing trees and branches out of the way as it was running towards me. And it stopped just out of sight and just stood there and started howling and roaring. It was terrifying. I've never heard anything like it in my life, and it was only probably about 100 metres away from me. And I started to freak out, and I'm trying to bring this fish in and get the hooks out and stuff. And um, I'm thinking, this river's not really wide there. If I had a clear run through the – like, if there was no bush, it was just flat run, I could have ran and jumped and nearly landed in the kayak. I'm like, I'm I'm stuffed here, whatever that is. I've got no knife on me, nothing. I think the only thing I had to save myself was a pair of long nose pliers. I'm like, I've, I'm stuffed here. I've got no service, nothing. I'm in big trouble. And as I got the fish off, I – pulled it off and chucked it in the water, I actually heard a voice in my head say, go now or you're going to die. And I've never heard this voice before in my life. It just spun me out. It just freaked me out. And then I just turned around. As as I've thrown the fish and actually went into the water, I heard that voice. Whatever this thing was went to like a next, went to the next level. Its roars and howls were so loud and it started smashing the bush around me. And I've, yeah, I'm trying not to freak out, and I just sort of paddled around as I heard that voice say, go, now you're going to die. I just paddled around like I couldn't hear it and just paddled back to the car and just pretending like nothing had happened. And I got probably 50 metres up the up the river, and it just stopped. It was like nothing had happened. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this thing's following me or not. I've paddled back. It took me about 10 minutes to get back to where I'd put the kayak in, and I've thrown the kayak up and I'm like, I'm stuffed here. I'm going to die because if this thing's following me, it could come across here because there was like a bit of a weir there. So whatever it was could have walked across that and got to my side. And I'm like, I've got about half an hour of bush bashing and to get up these big stairs to get back to the ute. And I've chucked the kayak up on the bank, threw me rods and reel and bagging that up above it. And as I went to pick the kayak up, something actually hit one of my rods and knocked them over. And, um, I freaked and I was like, whatever it is, it's, it's here. It's followed me back. And I picked it all up and I just dragged me kayak through the bush. It was an old one, so it didn't matter. But I got through this real thick bit and I was like, I'm not going to make it. So I picked it up, put it on my shoulder and just grabbed everything and I actually run all the way back to the car. And I got back to the car and I was freaking out. I'd never heard anything like it. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.